Ayo. Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, yes oh. I had some phlegm in my throat. Oh, the Sabi diet. Yeah, oh, I need to get back. I ain't on that right now, child. I'm That's struggling over out. here. Okay. Hi. Oh, hi. Hi, guy. Oh, 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 who that? <laughs> we have a wonderful guest that we're very excited and honored to be talking shit today with us. Yeah. We have Erin. You may know her social media and business um, businesses. Erin um, Amell-ism on Instagram. Erin Amell-shop on Instagram. She is yeah, author yeah. of Woke, Philly Drum, Mother, Author, Printer, Designer, Businesswoman. Mommy. Mommy, all of that. All that in a bag of chips. So she's going to be with us today, and we're very happy to have you here. Yes. I'm so happy to be here, y'all. Y'all are so beautiful. Get into these smiles. Black <laughs> I'm in good company. I could be here all night. I got wine. Yes. Yes. Damn, My partner popped off the rest of the bottle. Yes, I got Get your cup. <laughs> you know what I appreciate about you as well that, I, that really resonates? Your love of coffee. I love how much you love coffee. And I'm like, you don't it's see in that every all the time. it's always in my hand. I know it's such a negative connotation about it. <laughs> it's not and you know what? coffee. I understand oh, why there's such a negative connotation about it. You know why? But I'm a nasty kind of girl. So <laughs> it you know, it just kind of like it's on brand. Oh it's on brand. <laughs> what is the next wait? <laughs> wait. What is the negative connotation with coffee? Because I just I don't mean, like how it tastes. Okay, well, I hear, you know, just some people who are into coffee are just like more on the snobbish side, like, you know, like, oh, I you just, see, you know, like, they're just pretentious, yeah, they're like, you know, especially if you care about the quality of your coffee, like, if you geek out do. on your coffee, then definitely, and like, if you own French presses, like, you know, like, just, it's just a whole culture, it's and a anyone that, it really is, like, I, I appreciate internet, just it drink your like chamomile ass. tea, Chamomile, chamomile. palate is dope. palate is all that, But if I you came you. over, I had that for you, too. Loosely. See? Like, you know, I got to. Duality I'm is the a people thing. pleaser. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on brand. <laughs> Shanti, on brand. what's what? been going on with you? Give us some updates, boo. My updates are that I have been doing my uh, yoga in the mornings, which has been really nice. I've been watching a white woman stretch every morning and following her along. So for those that like Adrian, it's yoga with Adrian, and I'm I'm here for it. She got all types. She got yoga for your hands. Where are you doing it? It's on live or it's YouTube? Which I normally hate. Cause it like messes up the Zen part that I like imagine yoga should be. 
because I'm just kind of like, well, what's she doing? I'm not like in the zone mm-hmm. with it, but also it's still your body's getting worked out. My body's, my brain is not well, but my body is, and that's what matters. Oh <laughs> my God. What waste? Also, the shows I've been watching, and I'm saving this, I really want to talk about this, but I finally finished I May Destroy You, which is probably the hands down. Have you, have, are you watching that, Erin? No. Hands down the best, it's the best fucking thing on TV, media, whatever you're watching, this is better than what you're watching. It's okay, break it down for me. Give it to me. I, I, it to I me can't talk like, about it. It's, it's so much. It's, it's a, but it's, it's so really good, much, though. but it's so, done really well. Did you watch Chewing Gum? I did. Okay, so uh, Michaela Cole, I think that's what mm-hmm. I said. I don't know. Michaela it. Cole um, wrote this by herself. It is it's a it's a recounting or it's a, an interpretation of um, sexual assault that she experienced herself oh, wow. while she was writing for Chewing Gum. So oh, wow. it all black cast written by her, just just brilliant. It's like a drama. I guess it's like British, like okay. the way that British folks write, but it's like funny, but it's also really okay. serious, which is like okay. my love language. I mean, so British I just. Comedy. Right. It's the best shit. Anyway, yeah, it's I'll a trigger you. warning though. It's it can be triggering. Please watch. It's on HBO. I think we should have probably put that at the yeah. beginning of this podcast. Well, we well, shit, they better be ready because y'all be getting triggered all the goddamn time with us. So sorry. This <laughs> <laughs> that should Your be the intro. Trigger warning. Yep. Going to the topic or something sexy. Trigger warning. Trigger oh. warning. Shout out. I was getting triggered as sexy these days. Like I'm playing. <laughs> I've been I've been watching that and then I watched Pose. I like was like ah, I finished it. I couldn't have anything else to watch. And I watched Pose. I was like, yeah, this is like critically acclaimed. And the fucking acting is trash. And anybody that thinks that the acting is not trash, you guys are lying. It's a great wow. story. I cry multiple times. It touches me. It just but y'all felt- know the acting is trash. I can't cry over bad acting. I can't. You this can? No. My life. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, no, no, I'm just <laughs> my life, my life, my life, my life. And what um, else, Shanti? Last but not least, I realized that Alice Coltrane is really good love making music. It's like transcendental. <laughs> I like this part. Transcendental, but it's like really spiritual. You know what I mean? Like Alice Coltrane is not Marvin Gaye. She's like talking like, speaking in Hindi and talking about like the Supreme Mm. Lord. How did you realize that, Shanti? I just did. It was, I realized (laughs) it. I was like, I wonder if there's like gospel songs that people are making love to. Like a gospel like a gospel sex playlist? Yeah. And if there is, I would like to know. I have a story. There's somebody (laughs) I know who, not me, but there's someone that I know who felt guilty about having sex because her and the partner were both quote unquote saved. And she started singing, um, God is watching us while they were having sex. While? While. I swear to God all my life. 
she told me that she was like yeah he got so mad at me like i was just joking but like joking you can't joke with god (laughs) god is watching us you hear me i'm curious watching if if y'all have one i really would like to know I'm sure somebody does. I also think that, you know, your sex, I'm so curious. We don't talk about sex, but I'm so curious now. Like, what is it? Uh, let me find out. Like, the, like playlist. Right. Like, no, Shati's sex playlist is like Alice Coltrane, okay. The Last Poets, okay. like don't say. Arrested Development. Yeah, you know, we're trying to make a baby. <laughs> no, Shati is over there with incense, putting fucking, what is it? What's the stuff that makes you tingle? What's that? That eucalyptus and shit on their back telling them to breathe. I already know. I already Mm -hmm. peeped. And then she's also Wu-Tanging on their face. No. She said no. She said no. We'll never know. We'll never know. know. I don't want to know. My updates. Fans only. Mad niggas are starting fans only. It's It's only fans. fans. Only fans. fans. You know, I have a whole t-shirt on my website that says if I had an OnlyFans, you'd be broke. Yeah. Oh, and I feel like that's I the case it. for you, though. I do. I feel like you would make a mean. Oh, girl. I actually don't know the what they're doing why, on there, but and this is the reason why I wouldn't never start one. I don't need to. Right. But <laughs> I think that's like the hot part about shirt. it, which is where the shirt came from. Right. Like it was like, you know, like with my partner, he and I, we joke about it. Like he knows I'm, I'm. I'm freaked out. I'm open. Like I show you whatever I want to show you if I felt comfortable and I'm actually comfortable showing. But I'm also kind of like, for what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get to say that you saw it and then I get tips and then what? I'm going to spend them the tips, big tips though. It'd be like $13,000. Right. <laughs> like, But I'm also kind of like, I'm, I live way below my means. And mm-hmm. this is just going to be sound very Virgo of me. I live so below my means that what is a $13,000 tip going to really do for me but sit? And mm-hmm. sitting money really doesn't make money. So I'm always kind of like, yes, yeah, quick money, but you don't want it so quick that the longevity kind of like, yeah. like you don't sustain how long I really want to be in business. And to me, you know, what I want to do in the future, kind of like I want to transition from doing clothing and apparel to like into furniture. So like once I get transitioned there, like how's my walk going to like sit on this coffee table? Like, True. you know, like I'm just thinking about my next move. Right. So right now, yeah, the money sounds great, but you know, all money ain't good money. No, that's very true. I'm not serious about. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, y'all both would kill it. Y'all I would, would kill it. Y'all have a room. If you no, ever no, no, feel no, no. like it, holidays are I coming. Subscribe. Consider. No, I, I am a subscriber. I oh, you subscribe. I, yeah, I, I subscribe. Internet did too. Internet follows I Jungle Bunny. Right no, it was my Jungle Bunny. You got out of there. You Joe. found the name. My What'd you say? Rose. My Jungle Rose. I think that's what it was called. Yes, child. I'm going to look it up. I saw a clip. I, I'll DM you a clip. The clip that made me that made me sign up, child. I said, oh, what the? What am I, I mean, missing out on? I could pay $5 a month. <laughs> See, I love a good promotion, though. <laughs> so this is running a promotion. Shout out to Homegirl. Like, all right. I'm not missing. Right. I'm not, you know. I may actually sign up and not really get home. I have to be in the mood to kind of like do things like that, especially if I'm going to scroll you on the timeline to see you with your kids later. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, 
like I can't separate the two so instantly. So I just have to kind of like I gotta tap in when I'm ready to tap in, you know. So. I feel you. Um, what's up? My updates. I don't really have any updates. I ain't doing shit. I am just doing things that make me happy. Mm. Old Antoinette would have said that I'm living really reckless. And mm, but I, I I'm living I'm my slow, fucking bitch. life. I mm. just was like, I'm just doing shit that I want to do that I feel good about doing in the moment. Um, and so that's just where I'm at. So I don't have, I usually have like updates where it's like, I did this today and then I accomplished this, but fuck y'all list, fuck my accomplishments, fuck having to even feel like I need to lay all that out. Like even when I speak to people, sometimes there's certain people in my life who are doing what I feel they're doing really well for myself. And so when they call to check in on me, they'd be like, hey, how was your day? And I'm like, oh, my day was good. I did this, 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 this. And I'm like running off the list of things that I think will make make me worthy or valuable in their mind. And it's like, actually, I didn't do shit today. And I felt really good about it. So that's the week that I've been on, y'all. That's the time I've been on. So that's it. Live it up. Go ahead, girl. Erin, what's up with you? What's going on? I've just been, you know, grinding, working, working from home, trying to transition from uh, having a lot of hands around and support. You know, I can throw work due to the COVID thing now, kind of like keeping everything really tight. And um, I don't know, like just during this whole giant communal wave of buying Black and supporting women-owned businesses, Mm. I've been immensely blessed with abundance of support for my sister friends online. So I've just been staying busy, staying low key. And, you know, just Harrison, I'm not not doing anything. I'm doing a lot and I'm fucking killing it. So you have fun with your bullshit, little girl. But I'm over here being a fucking mogul. No, I'm actually like, I'm just so focused and so excited to like knock out all this work that's been throwing at me. It's like when you've been asking for something for so long and you finally get it, and for me, the only thing that I've been asking for is the opportunity to show and prove. I've mm. been asking for just, if you, if I'm not going to receive hands, just eyes. You I know, wellness it. on the heart. Good that vibes. isn't a and round the all... way curl affirmation if I ever heard one. Dear Lord, and give me the opportunity to show and prove. That's mm. all that I want to do because I'm ready to work, you know? So, and I've just always like, just wanted to work for myself. And I'm just so inspired the fact that I get to do that. I don't have to sell myself or sell anyone else or sell any product to to, kind of like move the words of moving themselves. And I'm just so inspired by the response to the work that I've just been kind of like putting out here for the last six years that like, I'm just- Six years. Six. Shout out to all the Black businesses, makers, minds, folks that have been working and are finally- getting some some bread right you know what I heard what happened I heard that if you've been in business for seven years by yourself on your own you're guaranteed to die a millionaire so oh where did we hear that from Shati if you become a millionaire I'd be pissed that's not a blessing Wait, what happened at this? She just told me if I become a millionaire, she'll be pissed. Because she's so anti like millionaires and billionaires. I'd be like, oh, I can give it all away. I can give, I'll give it to you, girl. 
buy you a nice little Toyota child. dollar company employee owned. Co-op. It ain't so it's not yours, you know, but in this collective value, you have curated this space that all this wealth generates and flows through. And Bless you can, no one Bless can take that away from you because you did that. Yes. yes. Like, let's also yes. kind of like, like remove this stigma around talking our shit. Yeah. About the things that we do, the things that we're a part of and the things that we're going to get done. Like, that's good. I am the internet's better at that than I am. So that's good. I appreciate, keep, that's good. I feel that. I that and that's why I, I I'm like really just accepting that because I don't I take all my L's like I take my wins on the chin like you know like I'm just kind of like Ooh, I go you, with them. girl I'm about to write that down too say it again <laughs> you take all your L's you like your were- wins on the chin bitch yes like, sorry I, I don't know just take them to the head you know so at this point I'm just so used to moving that taking the opportunity to kind of like just talk about it and relish in it and the fact it like puts out in the universe is like to hear it back it's like wow you did that you know mm-hmm. and I think that's like as empowering as it is to release it it's also extremely humbling to receive it you know and to hold myself accountable to kind of like keep going yeah I never thought I'd be here let alone talking to you guys on this platform about what wow. it is that I do you got a little something Wait. i'm sitting here with my pants unzipped <laughs> oh my god grown woman okay. weight baby you put on I your grown wear. woman know, weight child. this corona shanti let, let me let, let me see you fix them yeah, again yes. she said her breast oh. came in oh my god second yes. my breast came in yes. hang time I'm, I'm excited hang time you look great that's so funny i'm proud I have to say though, so along the lines of what Aaron, that's one of my updates too, what Aaron was talking about in terms of black businesses, like it being the new thing of like, yo, we got to support, we got to this, we got to that. I really have to say, I, I stayed up late last night waiting. So everybody that knows me, really knows me, knows my heart and they know that I love spades. Like my last birthday, maybe my last like three or four birthdays have been spades parties. And so I stayed Can you up. teach me how to play? Girl, you don't know how to play spades? That will get my black card revoked. I know. She uh, can cook really well, so it doesn't Yeah, matter. you could cook. So yeah, we'll That's teach why you I haven't learned how to play. Because I was always in the kitchen. I have the like, best thing for you then. Then you need to watch. There's this new program called the World Series of Spades. It's by Clint Coley. It's on his YouTube channel. And it's basically like, you know how they do the World Series of Poker? And it's like mm-hmm. ESPN kind of style where there's commentary, super professional, like heightened production. He has that for spades. And so I stayed up to watch amazing. it last night. It was amazing. It's just black as fuck. It's exactly what like we're about, but it's like, what? it's the quality is high and you can learn how to play. And he's from Philly. So you learn yeah. in the right way too. You're not learning the bullshit ways. Like it's the right, <laughs> right I'm not learning a bullshit way. You know, like, you go some places and they they play funny. Yeah, and so. they play to get you killed. Right. This is friendly. Yeah, people, yeah okay. <laughs> but it's really good. I highly recommend everybody watch it. If you want to... What's it called? The World Series of Spades. And if you want to know my heart, if you ever want me to fall in love with you, if you ever want me to just be your friend, then you will know how to play spades and you will know how to play spades well. Ooh, requirement. Really, like, it's that deep for me. 
Yeah, I, Dante I got her ass busted. None last of your time friends know how Jasmine doesn't know how to play spades. Amanda, I don't got. I don't know. I mean, Kayla knows how to play spades. Don't disrespect Kayla church ass like that. Kayla, Kayla bust your ass in spades just like I did. Okay, we can move on. Damn, damn, spades, baby. I Go ahead, Shanti. Jasmine Sullivan busting ass. Jasmine. Sullivan dropped a new song and this how many it's been a minute she's been on it's like five hiatus. years she's hiatus. been writing though she's been like She's been writing. last I album mean, was basically all of her writing whatever she's been doing it's been quiet and the people been wanting to know what's going on and she gave the people what they needed and she just came out with a new song and I love it I love it and I think we should all take a moment to listen to it. Say less. I think we should. she dropped a low-key high-key drawing like it's really low-key but it's also really high-key it's it's basically it's super stripped down for her like there's yeah there's three chord boom 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 like that's it it's three chords on repeat and it just tugs at your heartstrings it really does she just texts us that's so funny it just tugs at your heartstrings but um shout out to Jasmine. Listen to Shout that. out to her. Listen to it on here. Shout out to her. It's beautiful. Um the most amazing part about like recordings is the fact that once this goes live, I get to run that back because I almost actually to run it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like instead of like taking another minute and doing it like I will say <laughs> it is only another minute. We waited five years and that song about she gave us three minutes. Okay. Like, yes, is the beat gonna drop? You know how to do like the beat. You're like, where to bring the beat in? Girl, you couldn't have given us four minutes, bitch. Like, you can say that. Nobody else can. So no, we can say that. If y'all say if there's any Jasmine Sullivan slander, <laughs> the way my mouth is set up, the way I will make troll accounts and ruin your life. <laughs> like this is this is how I'm set up. I don't play that shit. But yeah, I um, help. Shit. That song through. is also super toxic though. Love her. It is. It's like a but it's that's like toxic a... femininity. 
with us. She says, don't have too much fun without me. Like, damn, can this, you broke this person's heart and now you don't, they can't have no fun. They can't forget about you and did they can't try to love their anybody. heart or did they break their own That's heart? what I, I didn't get that she broke their heart. Oh, Something I mean, she, happened. she Something said she was a mess. She was a disaster. You ain't hear that part? She was like, I'm I mean, nothing short. I story. automatically feel like the other person's probably more. That's because that. y'all are, that's because y'all being we're, typical ladies right now and automatically thinking that a man broke her heart. <laughs> when she's the toxic bitch in this situation, it was her. Was she talking about the man? Or was she True. talking about it? No, no, it was her. I'm sure. <laughs> a projection, like a self to self. <laughs> no that had I, I went to t- on twitter when that dropped and it was like fifteen thousand people just be like is jasmine really about to make me call my ex is she really about to do this like i just got over this shit i don't need this in my life i'm like oh man yeah no it's tugging at people's heartstrings i'm, so I'm excited for the project piece. so i'm excited for the project too yeah it's supposed to be word? out in september so that'll be oh, oh it is september like late september it is september but it's september yeah. so, so i can like put it in the back of my mind and then yeah. it can be here you know be very Aaron, were you raised in philly absolutely not you are not not You're, no i was born and raised in new york oh. oh i'm from yonkers new york wow oh. up there oh well right outside the bronx got you got and then you. i moved to Maryland by way of like yeah New York City and then I moved to Philly by way of DC Maryland area. Got it. So how long have you been uh, in Philly? I think I moved here when I was twenty one. I turned thirty on Saturday, so nine years. Virgo. Happy belated. Thank you. Well, early. Well, will it be belated by then? No, your birthday's on Saturday. It's not. It has a. Oh no! Happy early yeah. birthday. Why? Thank you. No, 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 no. We should take... Oh, no, you don't have no wine. I have water. And Jesus turned water into wine, right? Or wine into water. Which way? Water into wine, because why would it be the other way? (laughs) You went to Catholic school. You should know this. (laughs) That's true. How you don't know that? That's what I'm saying. Them nuns put me in a chair on the side, baby, and was like, (laughs) don't don't talk. To a new, prosperous, incredible part of your life. Many changes await you. And all the hard work and dedication that you have put it in um, is coming to you tenfold. So yes, may you have the opportunity to show and prove. Show and prove. Uh Uh-oh. Yes. May we all. The big one. We're on pop culture, right? Oh. Now y'all had better have watched Brandy and Monica last night. Did you watch the full thing, Shanti? Because I know you. I watched the whole thing, but I watched a lot of, of it. Didn't. I watched what did, some clips. What do we YouTube. think? We were wrong. I Who admit. was wrong? I, I thought that Monica bust Monica's ass, but I feel like Monica was not. Monica held playing. her own. It was the fit for me. First of all, if anybody wants to know the difference between an Aquarius and a Scorpio, are those outfits, child? Yeah. Brandy looked like a quilt. She looked like a nice bohemian quilt. What's so funny is I'm an Aquarius rising, so I knew it instantly. I am too. I'm Aquarius rising too. I knew it instantly. I was just like, I said, oh, I like it. 
but I don't. Like, I yeah. liked it if it was, like, on my wall, but I don't. Get like, it. I get it, Brandy. I get it. It was the it, shoes for me. I was she like, tried to wear Monica's little white shoes. Is that so what she tried to do? Before you walked out my life video. That's what I was thinking. Like, she tried to pay homage to that and was like, girl, what the fuck was that? What the fuck is And Monica was like, y'all always making fun of my little bitty, itty bitty shoes. Well, guess what, baby? I got on a... Bit. She pants. could hardly breathe, though. What the fuck was it? Was it, was it pants? Was it a I suit? think they were was pants. It, I think they were pants. Or suit? were they were they boots? I can't tell. It was Nobody cute, regardless. Knew. She looked amazing. Her bob. Yeah, she looked great. Um, little cute, petite like, self. Oh. Little teeny, tiny self. But she sounded great. I was really... I, I think the thing... These verses get on my nerves. And it's the same thing with Jill and Erica, where I was like, Jill, girl... Uh, it's just fake. It's fake. Like Brandy is so inauthentic to me. Like to me, Brandy is like the awkward black girl. Like Lovey said this. He was like, Brandy's the awkward black girl. Monica's like the cool in girl. And they're never going to sit at the same lunch table. They're never going to hang out. And they're not really friends. And that's okay. But Brandy to me was like a little bit manipulative or she was trying to get Monica to like sing. And I, I'm pretty sure Monica was very clear, like that she said she didn't want to sing. She said it on the on the thing. So then she like started singing, and it's like we most people know like Monica's not going to beat Brandy in a sing off. Like that's not going to happen. And so Brandy and her poems, <laughs> no, Moesha <laughs> Angelo over there, she was killing me. I was like, girl, if you say another poem, I you were like irritating. I missed something because vocally, I don't know. I'm a little switch when it comes to the two like I really because Monica, Monica was singing like when the song cut off Monica was still going her voice sounded really really strong and I was like, that's probably what I just noticed I definitely still listen to Brandy vocally like you know I tune into her new projects I just think maybe her, her voice has I think her voice has changed so much that the youthful young Brandy vocalist in which that I've idolized and adored forever. Like she, she's historic, you know, like, you know, she's like kind of like untouchable, but in this particular like setting, like, I don't know, I would have definitely handed the crown over. I mean, for energetically singers, and everything, yeah. There's stuff that Brandy can do with her voice that most people can't true. do. And it's just Which like, is why, like I said, she's that? like in this whole subcategory, I wouldn't have even put her in a versus battle vocally if we're that's why i felt like it was literally just for a hit for a hit monica and monica held her motherfucking own she did she, the songs that and she her had, new song was a bop because i don't like new i songs. don't particularly like any of like the songs mom. like there were very few songs i i guess i just i don't know you I don't, don't like it's like, not my genre of r&b that i'm like that i go that i turn to and i turn and i listen to it, it's in my childhood I remember it. They 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 hit like nostalgic places for me, yeah. but they're not like my go-to. Wow. Like, oh, I'm about to like get in my. What R&B is your go-to then. R&B then? Yeah, I want to know. Like D'Angelo. Like it's it's just more. Like, oh, like soul. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Yeah, soul. It's not it's not like new R&B. I don't know. But that's just unless me. it's I Aaliyah. Can feel it. I Aaliyah. Unless it's Aaliyah. Okay, yes, a love fest. And all Destiny's Child, your mind. I would turn on and like I want lose you my to shit in your mind too. because I would probably go to sleep if I listened like 
<laughs> all to neo soul music like, uh, listen, like it's not all neo soul but, not like all, but i'm just thinking like he's a vibe he's a vibe i can't yeah. go to sleep with d'angelo period like this is d'angelo but i'm just now thinking because now the question made me like you know what is your go-to and i'm like nothing that i can sleep to like absolutely nothing that i can sleep to because i would i would take the any opportunity <laughs> you know to kind of like just like fall out but it, now now i'm wondering who's my go-to yeah yeah well, well what's your go-to r&b when you're like oh i need to hear my r&b like i need to get my fix who do i start with i'm just thinking now because i'm so moody aquarius rising like i feel like it changes for me like i don't know um who do i go to i like uh what's sir i like sir oh okay sir. Yeah, that's more see, like, all that's, that's new current. To me. It's current. Daniel like, Caesar, old... sir, like all that shit is like this yeah, is right current. now. Like I'm, I'm turning on a bond. I'm turning on Case. I'm turning on Joe. Yes, I'm turning on like old Drew Hill. Like I want to hear Hill. them tell me what I, what I want. You know, right. like that's the shit that I'm turning on. When I'm like, I need my R and B this i'm like right and if i want to hear like singer singers it's like give me a good deborah cox give me a good kelly price like give me who looks by the way looks amazing by the way i saw a picture of deborah cox on my timeline today and i was like what was the (laughs) other one come home late it seems you barely Uh, beat the sunshine anderson yeah yeah but she like had a moment she was like this fame this shit is i'm done with it she like fell Fading to black after that. Yeah, she she like, put it going. down. For a little bit. I'm not mad. It'll be like that sometimes. You Speaking know, of fading honestly, to, oh, go ahead. If I could, sorry, if I could put out a hit, make a couple hundred thousand, and, and dip, dip out, out, that's all I need. That sounds royalties. like hello, because she's still getting paid off that song. All I need is a drop. A jingle. Right. That's all I need. She said like, a jingle. Speaking of fading to black, though, Adele. Adele, sis, wow. She think because she loved Beyonce as much as she loved, like stands for Beyonce that she could go around and do what she did. She has with. lost her ever-loving mind. God bless Adele. See, me and Adele got beef anyway. I love Adele. But I, the way my loyalty is set up, Adele beat Jasmine for Best New Artist in the Grammys back in the day. And the I day. was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to flip a table because this girl cannot... She can't sing even close to what Jasmine can sing. But Adele is white and her right. music does slap. I'm not ever going to hate. It's not just because she's white. She can write. She can evoke. Got it. But Adele then divorced her husband, lost a ton of weight, lost like three people off of her. And is Adele now outside. Adele, Adele is, has lost her fucking mind. She's outside with Bantu knots in her hair. Talking about what was she celebrating? I was celebrating carnival. It was like the, ba- the Barbados carnival. Like, girl, girl, if you don't sit down and shut up, I, that was so funny to me. I said she has watched Black is King way too many times. She is with the shits right now. And everybody was like, Mm-mm, sis, we appreciate you. We love you, but this is a lot. Did you see that Yaba did a whole thing on it? She was on Good Morning yeah, she's America. She's like, Adele, if you ain't wearing that hairstyle to a interview, if you're not wearing it on a red to be professional with a suit, then it's a goddamn costume. Adele was like, bitch. I love it. I, I, I agree, though. I do. Like, if you're not going to wear it on a red carpet. But then it's also like, then we see shit on the runway and we're like, no. 
So I don't know what it is. It's just a sensitive topic. Cultural appropriation is a thing. I still fuck with Adele. I'm never, I, not never, but you know, I ain't canceling Adele over some Bantu knot. I just think it's funny because I, I know that it's because of Beyonce. Like, I, I think she's devastated right now. She probably is like uh, so upset with herself. Like, I didn't mean it. I probably. can't believe that they think that. I was just enjoying myself. That's your British I accent. love the carnival. I love black people. My career. Beyonce. She's probably wow. like fucked up about it. It's okay. I Adele. love Adele. You got one more motherfucking time. You hear me? And then you're canceled. <laughs> Shout out to Adele. Shout out to her. Also, let's get to it. This is sad. Chanti, you wrote it. I don't want to say it. It's so sad. So this is reason. Ciao. Nine bajillion six hundred seven fifty-five thousand million four hundred and sixty-three thousand three hundred and ninety-two hundred. That twenty twenty is trash. That we lost Chadwick. We lost Chadwick. Chadwick Boseman. That that is such. That was so sad. Like, because it was. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was just like what? Why? Like that's when I start to quite. We just had that whole episode on prayer, and that's when I start to question shit. Like that doesn't make. Sense. And I and of course, in order to cope and in order to move forward, we always try to figure out a way to make it make sense. Like God has a plan. God has a plan. God has a plan. Everything is written. Everything is written. But it's also like, is it like some of this shit just feels really fucked up right now? And I, what I'm choosing to take away from it, um, it's just that you have to live again. You have to live your life to the absolute fullest. And the fact that like, there's a lot of people that would have gotten that diagnosis and would have, you know, said, oh, I have to cancel these projects. I have to X, Y, and Z. I can't do, or I can't do X, Y, and Z because of X, because I have cancer, because I'm, you know, fighting this. Like he did Marshall, he did Black Panther, he did Avengers Infinity War. He did Endgame. He did 21 Bridges, The Five Bloods, and My Rainy Black Bottom, which is completed and has not been out yet. He filmed seven films while bat- battling colon cancer and while undergoing chemo and having multiple Surgery. surgeries quietly and visiting children in hospitals that are that are also suffering from cancer. Like he made his life count. And now that you go back and you listen to some of his interviews and so many around that time is about legacy and about what he's leaving behind, it just puts a whole other perspective and feel on his body of work and him as a man and a, and a human. It's like, wow. Like the, the level in which of faith and that you have to have in order to just continue despite all of all of this it's like i've seen people go through chemotherapy it's horrible and to and to have to be doing such physically demanding like those are like 14 16 18 hour days sometimes and you're running around like the black panther you got to be built you got to be this you got to be that meanwhile you might be in the fucking trailer throwing up because your chemo is making you sick 
it's just like it it blew my mind. Anyway, I'll shut up. But it really a lot it of really, people that really I affected me that I know who have been affected by cancer also just spoke about like the sheer determination that in terms of his work, like he, the poss- there is a possibility that he worked that hard to make sure that they were good when he left. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like to work that hard to make sure that just in terms of just finances, like to, to know as a parent, to know as, a, as you know, my mom, my family, I've worked this hard. People have invested in me beyond just like the um, the energy that it takes, but like to be that, like, I'm gonna make sure you guys are good when I'm gone. Just like, yeah. also just is I think crazy. that is also like a really big driving force, especially, you know, in the, in the theme right now of gener- breaking generational curses and just removing ourselves, our people from poverty and which so, you know, all of these things, but I also think, or I also want us to like, really just like put ourselves in the the mental space of like, what it would be like of actually knowing that you're living in your purpose. Mm. Like, you know, that you're living in your purpose. So like, there is nothing that will hold you back from giving that your all, even the worst news that you can possibly get. And I also think it's extremely, I felt it extremely like, grand that he kept it private yeah that's something out of you know in in this day and age where everybody feels like they have complete access to you I feel like as a dying wish to have something for myself I think that it is something completely beautiful where no one can prejudge me no one can say what my limitations are based on what they feel like is impending for me Mm -hmm. let me and let God figure that out let that be a conversation amongst us and I think that is just so beautiful to have a representation of that take your time because I think we can so easily lose sight on getting up every day to follow our purpose and live in it fully like 10 toes planted to live in it and not make excuses for um, for anything that we could possibly be facing right at the moment. You know, I just think it was a beautiful testament to faith, um, a beautiful testament to hope. You know, how many um, people, like you said, you were completely impacted, how many people are impacted to go harder. Mm-hmm to fill shoes as being a good human being. You know, anybody who's spoken out about him, who has previously spoken out and has something negative to say, like off of the presumption of like this diva, you know, like he had like a really like Hollywood diva persona after Big uh, excuse me, Black Panther. And like we said, no one knew what he was dealing with. We didn't know like on set that some of the um, perks or oddities that he was receiving off scene to help him, <laughs> you know, right. to kind of like deal pain manage. We didn't know that. So it's easy for us to see on the outside say, why does this person get this? Why does this person do that? And then when we harbor and hold on to these things, that's how sickness manifests. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just saw like this giant shift, the same shift that I felt after Nipsey Hustle was killed. 
Mm. Of like this imperial loss that like if you don't wake up, you will go under. And I don't know, my faith is just so great that I can get receive news like that and go harder. Mm-hmm. Because you just don't know. He had that news and still didn't know, you know? Right. So so many people like, didn't know. That's what I was shocked about. So many of the people that he worked with, Ryan Coogler didn't know, like nobody that he worked with. Like, I just can't imagine how much, yeah, how he did that. He probably didn't want to speak it into his life. Yeah. Speak it over his life, yeah. you know? True. You know, I don't want to say I have cancer. Yeah. Because I don't want cancer. I don't want cancer, you know. Right. Um, it's, it's you know, spell work is huge. <laughs> so I can't even imagine, like, the the process that has to go into, like you said, not wanting to share something, but having to accept certain truths to kind of, like, make it, you know, yeah. to persevere to, like, I think it's, a, it's very layered. I'm so thankful that right. he found the strength to get yes. up every day to leave us with yes. something that we can kind of like turn on and kind of like, you know, just pour into. I think that is so important. I think that is beautiful. And like I said, like we talked, we started this podcast about like just the opportunity to show and prove. Like, I think I'm here. I'm ready to yeah. work. And that is beautiful. There's nothing that's going to stop me from working. Not even the onset of death itself, because like we, we all never know. Right. We all never know. So thank, I guess we thank you to chat with Bozeman. Thank you for his generosity, his shit, bravery. blood, sweat, and tears, bravery, yeah. his authenticity, his on, like, just thank you for everything that he's given us because it's a body of work that really matters. Yeah. So. And the joy he's given, like my, my daughter specifically, just like how excited and in awe and like, what like this is yeah. possible you know i think that was um all of us like we went to go see that shit like four or five times in the movie. yeah we showed the fuck what? out we showed out in there um on a very very different note politics is usual so nba our nba players it's a lot going on in the nba right now first of all the bubble is the shit to me I know that it's like wreaking havoc on the mental health of some of the players, but like the level the bu- of competition the that exists in, within this a, bubble. It's in a bubble. A bubble. <laughs> uh, Shanti. Yes. So they're not playing in regular arenas. And because of COVID, they've created this quote unquote bubble where players, it's basically like a weight camp. No one is allowed in and out. Well, now, now they can have some guests, but when it first started, no one was allowed in and out. Like there were people who got suspended off teams for going outside and picking up an Uber delivery. Like it's like its own little town where like all of these NBA players are like sitting in the cafeteria eating or going to the barbershop and get it cut. Like it's like they've created this little- I would love to be multimillionaire and get like my own oasis. Well, they're struggling though because their families aren't there and they're used to moving so freely. So it's difficult. Like- you know the grass you is all their families pod with them no because it's because of the COVID. exposure yeah. yeah but now now that there's less teams that were and they were in the playoffs at this point there's less teams there and so now families are able to come visit i do believe but event or if not now eventually they will be but that's not the point so nba players uh last week 
It started with the Bucks. They decided not to come out um, and play their game uh, as a direct result of another black man being killed, Jacob Blake, 29 year old, who was shot killed. seven times. Oh, not being killed, excuse me, sh- being shot seven times. He's still fighting for his life right now, uh-huh. uh huh, in front of his kids. So people are feeling a type of way about this because what I think what a lot of people were hoping for was that it would be like a strike. Like NBA, we're not playing at all. The two of the top teams, Lakers and Clippers, supposedly voted like, yeah, we're good. Like, we don't have to play. Like, fuck it. Whereas other teams were like, nah, 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 nah. We gonna play, but like, let's like, I I think we can accomplish our goals without stopping the game since we've already sacrificed so much to be here. Like they've spent who knows how much money. Um, And so they got some backlash for that. But what I do want to say is that the Bucks got on a call uh, with Wisconsin Attorney General Josh Call, and they wanted information on how Call would proceed with the prosecution of the officer that shot uh, Jacob Blake. Uh, the players spoke about the need to do more for voting rights and police reform uh, with that Attorney General. So we'll see what comes out of that. Uh, players are also demanding more from owners. Currently, the owners are signed. They signed off on a just like a social. They signed off on the social justice messages on the back of the jerseys, which a lot of people are like, okay, like, what does that mean? So there's like education reform, Black Lives Matter, like in in replacement of their names, they can have that. Mm -hmm. They've also signed off on um, kneeling during the national anthem, which we all know that the NFL, they ain't going for that shit. Uh, So the NBA is definitely on a different trajectory than the NFL. So I I hesitate to lump them all together. The owners are also committing $300 million over the next decade, which is not that much from these owners, um, to boost economic growth in the black community. Um, And so I guess people are like, well, that's not enough money the same way I just did. But then the, I guess the conversation around that was like, well, what would be enough? When these NBA owners are billionaires, Also on social media, there are calls for team owners to stop supporting police unions, to stop contracting with police departments for arena security, and to commit to fighting against Donald Trump, who a God the players feel like is the symbol of racial division. Lastly, which I think is really cool, and LeBron James is spearheading a lot of this, is that according to a joint statement from the NBA Players Association and the NBA, Uh, In every city where the league franchise owns and controls the arena uh, property, team governors will continue to work with local uh, election officials to convert the facility into a voting location for 2020. And um, this is for the general election to allow safe in-person voting uh, for communities that are vulnerable to COVID which I think is really amazing. And they're talking about putting systems in place to have busing, to the voting booths, like making sure these voting booths are sanitized, the arenas are huge, they should be able to manage that kind of influx of folks. So, you know, while it is not at all, like this is not the end all be all, it is a step and I am proud of the men personally for taking that stand and for having like some solid asks, you know? What y'all think? Nothing? I think it's I think it's important. I think it's great as well. I think to have these ideas 
and these ways in which folks are advocating for themselves is super important. I think it's also just making us all more aware of the specific problems. It's, it's getting us closer and closer to like the ways in which Black folks are disenfranchised, you know, economically, um, as well as in the criminal system. Mm -hmm. I just, I just hope it continues to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And I don't know, I don't know. And I think this is what we're all been exploring of like, what, what are the, what are the many levers that need to be constantly pulled or like what machines need to be all the way fucking dismantled and thrown out and replaced. And I think we're all constantly just kind of like thinking that if you throw money at something, it's going to change the dynamics of it. So I'm, I'm excited that I'm excited, but I'm also curious to see what happens when this kind of power is put in the hands of people that don't make millions of dollars a year and like are closer to and experience more of the effects of racism. And I think it's amazing that a lot of these athletes, you know, um, are, are doing what they can and the platform that they can. But I think it, it's also great if like, it was tag team with people that may, you know, have ideas and like programming that is a little more specific, more but it seems like we're getting there, moving towards it, so. Yeah, I think that okay. they're partnering with local, local institutions and activists to figure out how these funds should be spent and where they should go. I don't think that they're yeah. managing that. But shout out to I them really and shout out to the bubble. Just um, is transparent, like you know, because we're living in this time right now where I feel like this is just a really good. It has the opportunity to be a really good example for other organizations and institutions on how like what they can actually like what they can really do, um, practically. Mm -hmm. um, removing obviously the whole capitalist goal here is to make money. So, so like nobody wants to, you know, fork over all their money. Got it. Capiche. Got it. But like in the interim until figuring out and leveling that playing field, I'm just, I, I'm, ex I'm hopeful to see other institutions and organizations kind of like take advantage of the leeway of this. Um, I kind of like, I don't know, I'm just a little ugh, about the fact that it's just the NBA to kind of like do it when the WNBA has like been very radical with yes, their, yep. you know, like with their um, activism. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I'm my feminism, yeah. you know, like I just the way you. that it works. Like, you know, I get it. I get like, we want to be like, whoever hears us, cool. But I'm also like, I'm weary of the person that's listening to certain people, you know? Got so it. I'm just kind of like, I'm hopeful though, because something has to change, right? Right. So any type of shifting, I get really like, you know, excited about seeing, but you know, I'm also going to just pay attention to it, looking for the domino effect. Because like um, Shan has also said, like we need a couple of different things going on at once, you know, that center <laughs> for voting would be great. We need one in every city, <laughs> right? you know, right now the election is coming up, you know? So I, I understand it, shout out to the bubble. 
Y'all doing great work. Shout out to the bubble. Shout out to elected <laughs> officials, apparently. And I want to know what you guys think about this. So in Philadelphia, Mayor Kenny, in Philadelphia, indoor restaurant eating is prohibited, right? It's only delivery takeout. But in other states, as we know, it's it's less, uh, th- there aren't those restrictions. So our mayor, Kenny. You, you have outdoor dining though, right? Yeah, it's outdoor delivery. Okay. Yeah, right. And so supposedly. Are we, are we like seriously that's supposed to be bad? Because yeah, no, just like Philadelphia County or are we talking about Pennsylvania? No, I think it's just Philadelphia County. I'm not okay, quite sure of that. I think I'm it's like, Philadelphia I don't County. Know. Did I illegally just go out to eat for my birthday? I need to know. because I. But where did you go? You were inside? Yeah. Where were you I've at? Been in- Oh my bad. <laughs> Where were you at, girl? I went to the autograph, but it was out in Wayne. So okay, I see, okay. So it's just Philadelphia that might County. Be different. Yeah. So the okay. mayor of Philadelphia was caught in Maryland eating in a restaurant. And everybody's up in arms about him, even though he's from and he represents a city that has restrictions, that he went to another place and was eating inside. I'm like, why can't this man? Right. right. Like, like <laughs> Because He's I following the guidelines in, there. In his state, you know, Pelosi was just ousted because of the fact that out in California, uh, there's a ban, you know, for hair salons in XO, XO. But she went and got her hair blow dried, wet wrap. She's walking around. There's video of her walking around the salon, no mask, no nothing. And they're looking at her like, I live, honey. That's far <laughs> worse. <laughs> it is. So that's what I'm saying. I'm hearing this. I'm like, that's nothing. Like, he ain't do nothing. He ain't that's do nothing. Well, leave that man alone. They ain't throwing people just mad as shit right now. They they everybody's to chill the fuck out. They Why? Because he's been acting a fool. When we had our uprisings, yeah, he gave all of these. Oh. Uh, he gave the police. Um, I don't know if he gave the call, but like under his watch, police illegally tear gas and like was just. Yeah, I saw that. I saw mess. that. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, do whatever you want. Yeah, there was no Kenny. Ken, Ken. I love Philly, but people are mad. Kenny getting tore up on Twitter. Like, that's exactly why. Let me ask just to my lobster, my stuffed lobster, in on my vacation. That's so funny. Did he take a picture? How did we know? I took a picture. They must took a picture, and everybody was really big, big, big mad at him. We're just going to get on the soapbox. This is the last soapbox in terms of politics. Did everybody fill out their 2020 census? I did. Aaron, Girl, it takes bugging me about. I know you. Ha- it takes ten minutes. Everybody, fill just out go your to Because you know I don't do a goddamn thing, and I don't be believing in a goddamn thing. And even my ass went on. In this, this, this informs this how funding will be spent within our community. Why I know I need to get on it. I Everybody, I, I think they've extended it. But this is super important. This is this has to do with our education system. This has to do with how our city is paved. This has it I just. just wish, it, I just wish that the government was transparent about everything, so I wouldn't feel anxious about I things. I hear that you. I also me. was like, well, why do I need to know? How do so how like, them they know already that know, girl? Lives? Apple listening. True. These phones listening. Then get this they in, recording you know a what? Zoom call. And you pay that person to 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 itemize that information. Why well, I gotta take time out my day, baby? Girl, just throw that thing out, please. I gotta print. I know. I will. I will for you. Everybody, just this you know. is why representation matters because if my sister tells me to fill it out, but fill it out. <laughs> but if really Bob comes knocking on my door, two seconds, why? especially if you don't have any children, it's just like 
one minute, you just fill it out. You live at this place. This is who you are. You're not Hispanic, you're black. Listen, said, especially if you don't have any children. I it just it. takes two minutes. So go to 20, uh, 2020census.gov. Fill that out. Yes, yeah. queen. So little, it matters. We got to do better because like I said, I've been doing this whole like ancestral kind of like, you know, look up, looking at my folks. And ain't nobody filled it out. So I guess I'd be the first. Yeah. I ain't got no family on record. <laughs> be the See? first. Fill it out. We also have two calls from last week, so I'm going to play them. We love to hear from folks on our um, party line. So one second. Good morning, ladies. Um, my name is Casey. Um, I love your podcast, but I'm calling in about your episode about prayer. So um, I'll try to keep it quick so I'm sure I don't have a lot of time on this, but my uh, story revolving religion is similar to Antoinette. I grew up Catholic. Going to mass, I did my um, first communion, okay. and um, I also went to CCB. And like in that, I would be in classes like this don't make no fucking sense. So I've never resonated. I haven't resonated with Christianity um, for a while now in my twenties. But um, I do a prayer that I say every day. Um, sometimes I'll say more, sometimes I'll say less. But I did want to share this prayer with you. I learned it from this woman named Shannon Yvette. Um, she's actually on Instagram, and she considers herself, I believe, a Christian, a Christian mystic. So I took um, parts of her prayer and kind of made it work for myself. Mm. So <clears throat> I'll share it with you, ladies, and maybe it'll resonate with some other people. But it goes, um, I am an irresistible magnet to everyone, to everything that belongs to me by divine right. I'm aligned with my destiny. I'm in alignment with the highest and greatest good. If it is mine, by divine right, let it come to me easily and effortlessly. Anything that is mine, that is written in my book of destiny, I declare it and I call it forth. May it bring glory to myself, my ancestors, my bloodline, the most high. Um, so I say that every morning and then, you know, I have some other stuff to that, but prayer has been a big part of my life ever since I decided what I believe in and who God looks to me. So hopefully I don't sound like I'm too sleepy because I just woke up, but um, I love you, ladies. I love watching you grow, and I look forward to hearing the next episode. Bye. Shout out to Casey with the sheesh. All right, I'm gonna put the prayer music under that. She just I was about to say that just turned into a prayer line. It did. <laughs> it's a prayer it. line. The party line done turned into a prayer line, baby. Duality is a thing. One nine hundred hustlers in this bitch. <laughs> you said I'm coming here for healing. This I is May I bring my may I bring it to myself, my ancestors and my bloodline. Yes, queen. Yes. All right, wait. I'm dead serious. Thank you, Casey, because that was super dope. I we have another call. This poor soul called four different times. Shout out to you. You know who you are. They messed up their call four times. And every time I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna call it's back. And they now. just kept calling back and kept trying again. And shout out to you. Perseverance is a thing. So we're going to play this now. This is the second to last one because I think it was the best one. All right, let me see. Hey, Shanti and Antoinette. My name is James. I live in Arizona. Um, Hopefully y'all delete the other messages, but I just wanted to say that the podcast is really good. And um, I just listened to your podcast about praying. And firstly, 
Antoinette, your rendition of There Will Never Be Another You was really good. Um, hopefully you sing more. And um, I did share a similar experience with you where I used to really question religion a lot. And I used to question just a lot of the things that like may not be realistic as far as like walking on water or parting seas. So I can really relate to kind of feeling like shunned in a sense from religion. Um, so I think it is kind of hard, but once you develop your own sense of religion or spirituality, it's kind of up to you because sometimes it can be really performative when you're in like a very, when you're in like a church setting. So I think that prayer is sacred, but sometimes it, it does get a little frag. Never mind, please don't. I love James. I would send another voicemail, but I just feel like. Okay. I'm obsessed with you, James. <laughs> but you gotta write that shit down, son. Right. James called back. He, he went through it, and if he did that more than once, yo. <laughs> he did four times. James, I mean, you are the goat. We get what you say. He wanted, he knew someone needed to hear that. Yeah. He did. Exactly. And I appreciate the fact that he kind of like, he got it out. <laughs> he was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> James was somewhere high as shit praying, <laughs> meditating. A prayer, high as James was like, let me call these bitches real quick. I be praying. You know? <laughs> I'm praying right now. <laughs> Shout out to you, James. Thank you. That was Yo, shout out to James. Shout out to James. I'm about to text him. You, can, you know you can text on Google Voice? I'm about to text him. If you just like, listen to that. that. James, we loved we all of James. them. We James, loved all we four of them. You. From Arizona. From Arizona. James from Arizona. Dang. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> all right. So I guess we are at our break time. We're going to take a break. Uh, let some ads play. You know, capitalism is a thing. And then we are going to come back with our amazing guest, Erin. You are going to learn much more about her, who she is, what she does, what she stands for, what she embodies, what she preaches, and all that jazz. So we will be back after these few messages. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, 
you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And we are back, and we're just going to get up close and personal with our guest, Aaron. Um, again, you can find Aaron on Instagram at Aaron. I, I always fuck. <laughs> Try it again. It's a mouthful. So, okay. This is done on purpose. Try I want to hear when people are talking about me. I love it. You can find Aaron, just to introduce your goddamn self. No, sure. Do it again. Oh my God. Do it again. You did I'll it on the head, like in the beginning. Okay. Let's go. You can find Aaron on Instagram. No, Aaron start Amel. over, Shanti. I can't edit. Okay, that. we're we're not even going to edit. We're not going to edit that because if James could do it, I could do it too. Okay, we want to just be our whole goddamn self. So we are back, and we are going to get up close and personal with our guest Aaron, who's been so kindly rocking with us throughout the flow of the episode. We're going to focus on you, boo, and you can find Aaron on. Instagram at Aaron Amel- Aaron Amelisms yes. and Aaron Amel Shop. And Aaron, yes. what is your It'll actual be in the website? Description, just so y'all know, her website and 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 handles will be in our description. What's the, what's the www. Thank you. I'm on Big Cartel, so it's just Aaron Amel Shop. Big And that is E R Y N A M E M E L I S M. That's Instagram, but mm-hmm. Aaron Amel Shop is E R Y N A M E L S H O P E E. Two E's, French, European. Chape. Chape. It's like, no, five is my favorite number, and E happens to be the fifth letter of the alphabet. So, repeating. Make it make sense. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I'm mean, into numerology. You're like, yeah, it, it didn't make any sense, but you know. Two fives equal ten, one, okay, whatever. So, uh, yeah, so we have two E's at bigcartel.com. And on that website, you will find my entire catalog of women's and, you know, just gender neutral, just person's empowerment, you know, just like tees and apparel and all that whole bunch of other good stuff that is on that website. Sorry, I've had some wine. Talk about it. <laughs> I have loose, over a hundred things loose, on that store. So I don't even know what what everything's on it, but if you order it, I'll ship it to you. Was your first product a book or am I wrong? My first, first, first product was an accident. It was a t-shirt. It was a t-shirt. It was okay. my Your House is Your Wealth t-shirt. So my most popular t-shirt to this day was a complete accident. Can I tell that story? Please. So I had just given birth, maybe like uh six months prior. I'm sitting at home. I'm in the process of shopping for publishers for my first book um, at the time. And I'm like, yo, I need some Instagram content. Like, you know, you need something good. So I'm online looking for just apparel that just fit my narrative. I wanted to talk about like just women's bodies, women's health, 
like I just wanted to just like segue into the fourth trimester which is pretty much known as like first year postpartum like you know right after you have the baby Sirius is like six months old I'm not feeling cute yet I'm like I need something new I have $42 inside my account um my baby father was the only one working and this is just money that I probably just had left over for my nanny job before I stopped working I stopped working at 30 weeks so at this point I was just saving money holding on to it. it's my last 42 bucks I get on Uber Prince. I'm looking for a t-shirt that says certain things like just something bruja, witchy, something about womb healthcare, and I can't find it. So I get on Uber Prince and I'm like, pineapple juice, you don't need eggs. That's the shirt you know, I like, have. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just like, what else? Oh, I like my, I'm sitting here kegeling on my yoni eggs. I'm like, yoni eggs. Like, you know, I'm feeling myself and I'm just like, all right, we about to buy this shirt. $35.99. I'm like, damn. Sirius is not really latching. He's not really like, you know, like I'm sitting here, like my baby daddy, he was just so bad with money. Like, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm the one that got to like figure this thing out. So I'm just sitting here like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but fuck it, bought the shirt. So I bought the shirt with the hopes of kind of like just, just bringing awareness to what my caption was going to talk about. Like, I just wanted something that people were going to be like, oh, <laughs> funny. Um, What are you talking about? But I posted it, went online. Um, Everybody was just like, where, where can I get your shirt? Where's your shirt from? Where's your shirt from? Where's your shirt from? And I'm just like, me. <laughs> okay. Hey, here's my PayPal. PayPal me $20. Mind you, I told you for the first shirt, I paid 35 Why am I telling people to send me $20? Don't know. But send me $20. I'll get you a shirt. So I'm over here, like I'm on Facebook, like, yo, I need shirts made. Is anybody around to send it there? Blah, blah, blah. Ain't nobody responding. So I'm like, damn. I done got three shirt orders. I got $60 in my account. Uh, Uber Prince, that's already 70. You know, I'm already trying to do the math. I'm like, I'm already in the hole. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't want to refund these people. <laughs> don't want to refund these people. They really want the shirt. I want them to have the shirt. Cool. So I'm going to come out of pocket now. Now I'm talking to my baby father. Like, yo, let me hold $25. I ain't got it. All right. So <laughs> trying to move it around. This and this right. <laughs> this woman that I used to be really close with in DC, she reached out to me. She's like, Hey, I saw you post on on Instagram. You have a shirt. Dope. One color print. I'm a t-shirt company. I can print it for you. Let's link up. And I was just like, oh my God, I know her. She's going to give me a discount. She did not. But that was cool. That was cool because I wasn't looking for a handout, you know, in my brain, I was just like, okay, so how many, you know, how much you want for shirts? Just send it there, blah, blah, blah. I took the remaining like $7 out of my account. I walked to the bank with my son, <laughs> took the remaining money out of my account, sent her money, Western Union or something like that. This mm-hmm. is like years ago. This is back when I ain't want nothing to hit my account when take the mm-hmm. money out. And just mm-hmm. so I was like, let me send you the money. So I sent her the money. She prints the shirts. I get 12 shirts back with all the money that I sent her. I hustled those 12 shirts. And here I am six years later with over 100 products in my store. I have <laughs> sold... I've sold over 11,000 prints of that t-shirt, like from then. And I'm just sitting here like all from a, hey, I just want this. You know, like it was literally just a spark of an idea. I sat in front of the com- computer screen, didn't know what I wanted to write. One shirt turned into two shirts, turned into three shirts. At three shirts, I my book came out um, and I've been running ever since. So I think what's really amazing and alluring 
or what you the 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 formula that you have down pat is your imagery and your aesthetic and your caption and then the product you know what i mean like yeah. people love to look at you first and like your the way that you compose your photos and then they read the caption and they're like oh what the fuck is this what is this person talking about and then like oh wow this is for sale like this is really dope i'm gonna i get it i get it i want right. to i get it in conjunction to this what mm-hmm. you that i can either relate to or want to relate to or want to see myself through um I think I've been blessed. <laughs> this is funny. Um, a couple of years ago, let me step back a little bit. Um, many years ago, like over 10 years ago, I was in an abusive relationship. So trigger warning. Um, I was in an extremely abusive relationship with a, a, a woman who was also a writer. And uh, she was the great, she, she might still be a great writer. I have no idea. But um, she at the time, she was an extremely amazing writer. I looked up to her and it's so interesting how the people that you look up to and you love, like they could feed you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so important for them to feed you wellness because she always told me that nobody wants to read what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she said it maliciously. It was just like, what are you talking about? What do you have to say? And in the beginning, that question, then, you know, the relationship turned to kind of like abusive and controlling. So then it went from just this inquisition of like an intellectual inquisition, like, why do they want to read what you have to say into nobody's going to read it it doesn't matter you don't matter spit on you literally you know so in that context i had to kind of like i've challenged myself from thinking into doing so there isn't necessarily always a very conscious like um steps that are in order for that process um i may feel beautiful one day and I'll take a photo that photo just sits and one day I may feel moved to speak and then that photo in those words you know align and in that alignment I've noticed over time someone's like hey there's material you could sell in here there's Mm -hmm. material you can sell in here and for a long time I didn't touch that like it was just kind of like time and place time and place as I'm feeling as I'm growing um I can't (laughs) secret I don't write I don't pre-write. I open up my Instagram. I put the caption in there. I get off. So normally the first couple like hours that it's up there, there are typos and everything because I, I on purpose, <laughs> like, you know, like I just wanted to get it out and then I make it pretty because I just think we live in a society where everybody's just so hell bent on holding on to something until it's perfect. And it never, it never actually is. I had a fear of just moving forward with my work and my art listening to my ex tell me repeatedly about how much no one wanted to hear it so even now to this day over 10 years later someone could tell me hey I read your caption and I relate to it 100% and as something in the back of me still says really mm-hmm. really you know but I think that it's important because it keeps me like you know like I'm not writing for a purpose I'm not doing anything for a specific reason I'm going with the flow and that has uh, afforded me the opportunity to grow my platform in a very organic way true to who I am so speaking of your platform um for those who are not familiar with your work you know you write I'm a businesswoman not a brand (laughs) 
right? Which I think is super dope. So can you tell listeners who are familiar with you all of the many things that you do and why you do it? Where to start? Okay. From the beginning, what do I do? I live. I live my most authentic, truthful self. Um, I am conscious about being mindful of being present in my mind, body, and spirit. And for me, that just means that I am, like I'm human, I'm aware. Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to put that aside from the fact that like to simplify it at, at its basis, I'm human. And I have found pure excitement, enjoyment, and this, this beautiful nature in being human that I kind of like just run with organically. So when it hurts, it hurts. Um, when it no longer hurts, I put I try to work to put it aside. And if I can't put it aside, I try to work through it. And I do that on my platforms through writing. I do that through showcasing like just really real organic imagery and uh, photos and videos, small little videos and snapshots of my my life as a queer black women femme um which can seem i guess on the outside extremely ordinary um which is what i hope it does seem like i'm not trying to do anything exemplary or special i'm honestly trying to live my most organic black girl life mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like removing working through and removing trauma as a shield so there's this quote that i wrote um many, many, many years ago, but I actually just put it on a t-shirt. It says that like my life's work, it's kind of like encompasses my life's work, which is like I'm healing from self-sabotage through testimony. Mm. So that's what I write about. Mm -hmm. um, self-sabotage being as though, like I mentioned, this abusive relationship where, yes, it was horrible. It was bad. It was a lot of things, but I stayed, you know? Um, and there, there was just like, just that unloading about why I stayed, because that's also like just a really real, um, it was just a really real truth for me. Like, you know, I knew better. <laughs> I wasn't raised like that. Like, you, there was a lot of factors that went into that situation for me that almost felt like I caused this for myself. And this is not the victim blame or victim shame at all. This mm -hmm. is just me looking back at my taking accountability for um, my story if you will, like not saying things that have happened to me, but more so just like learning from the things that I've experienced. And I've just been really awarded the opportunity of like, like, I don't know, just retrospective hindsight, you know, just kind of like just being able to step outside of a situation when it feels extremely heavy and put it down. And sometimes we feel so intensely that I think that if we just learned how to cope with putting things down when they feel too heavy, just like we, you're holding all these grass, like, you know, groceries in the bag, I'm not saying to desert it, but just to lay it down for a moment because it's too heavy, you're only human, you know? And I just really just like speak from that authentic place of understanding I'm human with superhuman capabilities. Mm -hmm. And just know that this is like a daily balance and a daily battle between the worlds, if you will, you know? So some days my body's extremely lethargic. 
my heart is so strong. <laughs> my spirit is so strong. And there's nothing I can see online that could break it. And some days it's the complete opposite where my body is just running and going. It's in this like manic mode. And my mind and spirit can't, can't break whatever is happening. And I just, I, like I said, I just flow through it. I just flow, flow through it. And I've, um, in doing so, kind of like just throwing pain at the wall, I've acquired a platform of women who feel comfortable in sharing their journey with me. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so, it's so beautiful and so important where I can share something that is a little snippet of my life of me being frustrated over it, didn't do the dishes today. We'll do them in the morning, F it. And someone's like, girl, two days later, my dish is still in the sink and I'm still <laughs> cute. <laughs> right. like, you know, because you are cute. But girl, you might want to get some dishes soon. You know, right. like, and I just like the support that I've built organically online that I know that I can say something. And the response that I get are other people who are like, you know what? I feel that. I am that. I'm living there. And I appreciate the fact that I see myself so clearly in this space when I can scroll to the next post. And, you know, like, the post above it or before it could make me feel like so extremely small and this one can make me feel so extremely seen and validated and I'm like well this is all I got to give so I hope you know I hope so I I love that you say organic because your posts never feel like performative or like branded you know like there's some folks that they have a tone. quote unquote revealing themselves and like you're getting insight yeah. into their lives, but it also feels like really, really curated and really, really like thought through and really, really right. like or you know, pre-written. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like really people like people hire right. out for sure. It feels yeah. curated. And although, you know, I, I feel like you really have this this balance of like your pictures are beautiful and that, you know, they're not mindless like it looks like you put some thought you look good it's something that people are like well i'd be like that or i really like that like you're able to 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 sell the products and keep your your the actual like the the the, your p l like going (laughs) you know like your money's coming in but also it doesn't feel like either one is being yeah you're not doing it for the money or this place to do that so or to just be provocative yeah or Or to to just just be provocative and also everybody's watching you grow. Like people are people are invested. And that's what I love about Instagram as well. It's like people, you're watching folks. Like Alex L, when she found her man and she had her baby, you were like, yo, when I saw your engagement, when, you know, I read your stuff about your son and like, I'm like, yo, I feel that. That's like, that's it. So that's a really, that's a talent. You and know? it's really Not even generous. to say that you're doing that like trying to do that but it's really I think people really feel it and but that's the power of just being right is if you have the if you have the the courage to just be and to step into who you are like you said 10 toes in like this is who I am it's it's right it's just it's going to be inspirational to someone else who's still finding their footing yeah you know that's and it's inviting. It's not a like, there's like Shanti said, there's some people where you look on Instagram and you're like, damn, 
I will never be this person. And then there's other people that are like, damn, I'm really inspired to be my best self by this yeah. person. Yeah, or there's some people that just got, they just got nothing to say but like positive shit. Right. You're like, get the fuck out of here. Like, it's like my life doesn't look like here. that, no matter how much I want it to, you know, yeah. or sometimes like I've even looked at myself like, you know, I can't even tell you how many times I've considered, do you need to check yourself in somewhere? Like, you, you know, like these people seem so happy they ain't which you know i'm also a pisces moon so for me sometimes i could look at something for face value and wonder like is this all that it you know like is this it and i've had to kind of like step back and just realize like girl no i don't i don't scroll my timeline i honestly don't have a lot of time to tap into the social aspect of social media which sometimes kind of like makes me feel like a bad social maybe media that's good user. maybe that's the secret sauce like, i think that's partly it i can't i it, i can't follow or copy anyone else's tone if i don't read their captions yeah right you know like i can't even see what you're doing i can't try to compare what i'm doing or my business or this that and the third I can't, I can't do that. One of the reasons why I enjoy, like my price point with my work is so low is because of the fact that now one, I live way below my means. When I say way, your girl, like I said, before I had my son, I was homeless. So I'm just learning like what stability <laughs> feels like. <laughs> so like, that's been a slow process for me to unpack. So before like that period, man it it didn't matter to me you get what i'm saying as long as we can eat as long as my bills are paid i ain't no debt you can have it for free if i you know if i could afford that Mm -hmm. and it was literally about the empowerment like i had this whole conversation i had a whole sit down with one of my mentors and she was just like you know everybody we hear it like you know you can't eat like that so figure out what is comfortable for you as an interaction. If someone came up to you and handed you this, what would be comfortable enough for you like to walk away with and not feel bad about? And $10 said, seemed appropriate to me. And like, you, you also, know? you know what, you also, I think there's space for you to understand that you deserve payment for your work and what you're right. offering folks. Like it like is it, an exchange. It's valuable. It yeah, is absolutely valuable. valuable. Speaking of your work. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. It just took me a couple of years to actually realize that it was work. Mm. it's hard to realize that you're working you know the idea of like if you do something that you love you'll never work a day in your life it's real Mm. and I have to remind myself that what I'm doing is work because it's turning over for other people it's working on other people it's working in their lives I'm so far removed from that at times that for like I said like I can't tell you how many times there are people who contact me like girl you sent me too many shirts like you know I'm looking at her order I'm like girl you need this you need that like I'm just like and she's like can I cash app you for what's in here and I'm like I mean if you want to you didn't have to but they're like you know like they they remind me my support reminds me like you have to sustain you have to be here I want you to come back here in 10 years and get and some you're still here. you yeah, yeah. so speaking of your work one of your very iconic t-shirts is around the idea of being unashamed and around shame. And I just want you to talk about that. First, it's impossible to shame a woman who is unashamed, right? 
Yes. And then also just the shirt that says unashamed on it. And a lot of the imagery that you have with those shirts is usually you're showing your body. You, like you said, you have a child. So you have a body that is reflective of being a mother and it's a beautiful one. And you're out here being sexy as fuck in your mom bod and killing the game. And so I, I, that always stuck with me, that image of like, damn, that's where I want to get. So I'm just curious to know, one, what is an unashamed woman? Are you unashamed? I believe you are. And how did you arrive there? An unashamed woman is a woman who is in charge of her changes. Mm. That's all she is. Um, I do not believe necessarily, the quote can have a literal connotation to it, meaning as long as that I am unashamed of something or not ashamed of something, you cannot shame me for it. It doesn't matter what you say. Um, It could literally be like an F-boy repellent, (laughs) you know, like uh, I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say, you know, back Mm -hmm. to the you kind of like thing. But then it, to me, I don't believe in my case that it is a, like eradicates me from shame, period. Mm -hmm. Because I feel shame. I actually feel shame often, (laughs) you know? Um, So what initially started as a mantra for me, um, it was something that as a a little note or a lipstick or palm of my hand, in the moment where I felt myself beating myself up from a past uh, choice or decision, I needed to read it. You know, I needed something um, to speak to me in the absence of older matriarchal like uh, influences in my life. Like, you know, like, can you imagine? Oh, I'm pretty sure you've imagined. You've been through experiences where you've gone through something and an older woman has said to you, oh, baby, that's nothing. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Like, girl, wait, wait till you're an adult. Wait till 30, wait till 40, you know? And just hearing these things and with what be it pop culture, kind of like in passing or kind of like just looking at other, you know, just going to other resources for support. Um, I realized like we've all ingested shame, um, like as a rubric to who we are. Um, And what I just kind of like felt like, I just didn't feel like it was necessarily fitting for who I wanted to be to hold myself to who I, and what I used to do. Um, So kind of like the mantra started to change from just being something that I just threw out there in hopes to kind of like transform my life into something it was just like, no, make it make sense for me. Like, you know, like I threw a, a, a situation like, you know, cause and effect. I mentioned the abusive relationship. Like I could feel shame with the fact that I was in that space and held that space for someone not good for me for so long. But then I also wasn't necessarily the best to myself. You, re- you see? Yeah. So like once I broke that down, like removing this person that we can give a name to and point the finger and blame it, looking at myself, removing the shame that I had like surrounding dealing with that person for so long allowed me then to fall in love with myself oh I love you know? it you know like so I'm still busy focused on what I did and who I did it with and this and the third and this person has since literally has since gone on with my ex-best friend and married her oh, you know so it's like real life with me and you're still holding on to it you're still not sleeping at night how do you put it down though how do you put it down you pick something else up. Like mm. for me, 
And I had to pick up something that just seemed like bigger in, in value and weight and pouring and into myself you? always bigger, pouring into myself was always bigger in the moment, in that process. Damn, that hurt. Damn friends that hurt. I moved to Philly for y'all. You know, the reason why I'm in Philly is for that whole situation. So for me, it was like, I'm looking at my life where I'm at now. Now I have a son, I have somebody else to take care of. This, that, there are all these things that led me to here. And this is the best place that you've been in in your life. How dare you shame mm-hmm. all of these things that brought you here? The process. Learn from them. You know, mm-hmm. learn from them. They like it's you survive them. I've survived things that I haven't even like really sat down with myself and like spoke to myself and say, "Hey, this happened to you." Mm-hmm. Like this happened to you as much of a good person, authentic person as an organic person that I may be perceived to be online. Um, that's exactly who I feel to be in real life. And that happened to you, you know? So can you forgive yourself for feeling forever feeling like that was worthy and deserving of you? Because the moment that I thought that I deserved that is when like my life, like instead of going in the direction I needed it to, it's, it felt stagnant in that space. And I sat in that space for a very long time, feeling like I deserved to be there. There was no action. There was no mobility. There was like, I didn't write. Like I said, my ex had said like, no one wanted to hear it. There was there was no action. And from that moment, like seeing that, that I realized that that was shame. That I didn't want to tell anybody what had happened to me. How can a girl like you get caught up in something like that? Right. You know, like, wow, you let a girl, you know, like, you know, like there was just a lot of things in like, that were just around that um, when you're a very open person like myself, like, you know, I want to come into a room of people and be able to tell them everything about myself. Why? I want to be able to connect with you. I want a real connection. I want you to know me just as much as I want to know you. But the world is not necessarily built with full, with space with safe spaces like that all around. Like, you know, like you have to use discernment to find them. And in the beginning, like my discernment, it wasn't good. I wasn't picking people good for myself. I wasn't loving myself. So of course my discernment wasn't good. So I just really like shame, removing the shame for me was just really just like acknowledging all the places that I had been and accepting them, Mm. accepting them. Like it is what it is okay, you dated this person, they were no good for you. You cheated on this person. <laughs> you know, like all of these things were facts. They were true, accepted. But acceptance doesn't necessarily mean that I have to continue to live in this narrative. Yeah. What's yeah, you're right. You're right. It's taken me a long time to step out confidently as a woman who no longer held onto her past. This woman I no longer know tried to show up at my door this morning. I slammed the door in her face and got back to handling the responsibilities my life has awarded me since she's been removed. And I was like, girl, I'm gonna write that down. Put that somewhere. <laughs> when that bitch show up, I'm like, girl, I said you, have to go. you can't be here no more. You don't pay none of these bills, girl. Get out of here. When you were here, to be honest. Girl, you, you was just. You had some past due balances. So bitch, now that I'm all uh, caught uh, up. Leech. I'm here for it. Now that I'm caught up, sis, like, no, this is my house. This is my home. We have peace here. Like, yes. You know, and 
it's okay to then go. send that self. Like, like she ain't gotta. She ain't gotta stay here. You, 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 say you ain't got to go home. But you ain't going to here. Exactly. That's how I felt reading that. Like, oh, yes. Because she comes through with the come through sometimes. She does. That's Shanti. Sometimes she I'm like, dead. I'm unlovable. And you I'm will like, literally oh. like creep up or you like. Yes. Like, girl. And, so, and it's so interesting because I will remind myself, I, I, I think I'm similar to you where I like to be vulnerable. I think vulnerability is my superpower. And so yeah. I'll just be like, I'll post a picture and be like, I'm sorry, I had to remind myself who the fuck I was today. Carry on. Right. And like, it's just, as it's you were. True. None of you guys right. really have Continue, to but I'm just, yeah. today was a day. Wow. It was a day and I almost forgot who the fuck I was. <laughs> Oh, who the fuck I work hard to be. And who the fuck I'm and not anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who I never was. Who right. I never was. Who somebody was convincing tea. me I was. I was who I was convincing I was myself never I was. This person. I was never this person. I accepted this narrative because it fits yours for me. And I wanted you here oh. so bad. I wanted you here so bad. I was willing to take whatever character you gave me. And I played her and I played her well because that's what love does, right? But no, 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 no. I had to like, whew, me, when it comes to love, I romanticize the idea like it's oh nobody's God. business. I love love. I love love. <laughs> that's that Pisces one. Yeah, first, um, my Venus is also on Leo. So like, mm-hmm. I'm like, love? You get what I'm saying? So like for <laughs> for me, it was just like, I realized I loved it so much. Nobody was deserving. I spent a good three or four years pouring in on myself. It, that was dangerous though. That was so dangerous that I was like, okay, when the person comes around, are you going to let them love you? Mm. And I was like, I hope so. <laughs> you know, like, because this is so good. This is so good right now. I'm dating myself. I'm willing to marry myself. Like I didn't have the idea of marriage on the radar. I didn't need anyone. I didn't need a thing. I was okay with being cat lady, having my son. I wanted my son to be grow to grow up, look at his mama, be able to live between me and his daddy house, and I had my men on my listen. Way. Speaking of this <clears throat> disclaimer, I never ever thought I would be here. Following your lead, following my heart taking in account of all the trauma I've endured. I never thought I'd still be here in love, in commitment and sure of it. I was never the girl that needed a symbol to unify my love with my outfit. I never required the one who loved me to have a plan for our future, let alone for my own. I was the literal definition of a free spirit, untamed, reckless and a complete non-believer in my actions. But I've learned that when you work on you, God works on your behalf. I've learned that trauma does not make you unlovable or unworthy of praise. I learned that the one for you will lead you when you feel weak and won't put you down for it. I learned that I do not need a marriage certificate, an engagement announcement, or even a ring to symbolize my worth. Because I've also learned that sometimes submitting to spaces that make you feel empowered makes you more powerful than you could ever imagine. 
I am absolutely in no rush to my forever, but in this present moment, life feels good and I'm just thankful for this growth here. That is when you announced your engagement to Beard Bay, <laughs> who we still don't know. She crying, y'all. If you ain't on Patreon, sis is crying. We love him. Which is actually so crazy to think because it's like, damn, I wrote that? Yes, girl. This will say that, that like, an honest reaction to something like I'm saying, I don't, I wish I wish I could do that like on cue. Let's just say that. Like I just let it fly, put it out there, and then I go back and read it. And I'm just like, damn girl, you good. Like, good girl. You good. <laughs> Thank you. Good. Oh my goodness. Wizard. I call him my wizard Kelly online. Oh. You're what? That's my wizard Kelly. You remember him from like the power proud family? Like they never okay. uh-huh, his face. Uh-huh, he was just, uh-huh. like only visible from like the nose down. Yeah. So the best how things you... in life are kept private. Yes. How did you allow him to love you? And how, and, and I'm so curious because for you to be, for you to have the kind of, I hate this word, but agency over yourself that you do. do No, I I don't know. It's just so played out. I mean, I got a lot. For you to have that. Right. And for you to find someone who's like with all of the shits, like I used to get cursed out for posting anything from my ex that even that he even deemed it could be like a huge ad and he was like fuck that take that down like my boys follow you we're like just being right. centered and grounded in himself and in our relationship did not exist right. and I'm when I look at you I'm like look at this powerful ass woman what man would not look at her and be like okay I need to be next to her, but so many will shy away. So I'm curious to know how you have allowed for space for him to love you fully and how, and I mean, you're not him, but I guess how you feel love fully, finally. Okay. I think, I think I can answer that on both of our behalves. We spent a lot of time talking openly. Like I said, I'm vulnerability is, is definitely like one of my strongest suits. Um, and I think, I think that's also what drew his interest in me, like just organically me being myself. Like there, I wasn't trying to be a perfect anything, honestly. By the time we met, I had just written off dating completely. Like I was like all about me. Um, I just was, uh, got out of a relationship with someone who was extremely toxic, who took advantage of me in my sleep. And I ended up pregnant from that situation so I had just terminated that pregnancy that I really wanted but I did not want it under the circumstances you know so I had just gone through this process I'm literally like cutting people down I like I'm like shutting people I'm like no you're wearing all white like you know like I had just went into this whole spiritual me space and in that space I connected with my now partner but at the time I had decided like reprogram myself to kind of like get back on the money <laughs> you know like I'm like you need content photos you need this you need that these are all the things like I'm making these lists like you know you know how we do like <laughs> type a we making these lists so I'm sitting here I'm making these lists of all the things that I need need and in and meeting with a photographer like you know interviewing photographers was on this list and so I set up interviews with a couple of different people. I set up interviews with a couple of different people. We we finally look met. at me. I'm well, cheesing. My hopeless romantic ass. I cannot. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> like, all excited. So I'm we, like, 
you know what, girl, I get excited too. So what happens is we go set up a meeting to finally go meet um, a giant snowstorm hit in the middle of March. And I remember thinking like, yo, I just cut everybody off. This is a sign from the universe. Don't meet this nigga. Like, you don't need to meet this nigga. This is a nigga nigga. Like, mind you, he don't post no photos of himself on Instagram. I don't know what he looks like. This is, in my mind, all work. We get in mm-hmm. here, we get into the money, the senator, blah, blah, blah. I hit him up like, yo, I understand there was a snowstorm outside, X, Y, Z. He's like, a tree fell on my house this morning, but I'll see you in a little bit. I was like, energy. He was like, I have to be there. I, I, I called the insurance people. I did what I had to do. There's nothing I can do about the tree now. I'll see you in a little bit. So we both make it to Philly. <laughs> we both sit. We sat in that coffee shop talking for like four hours. He sat there and listened to me like this. Ah! Listen to me. I don't even recall everything that I talked about from my vision, started from what I wanted to do, what I've been doing, where my goals are going, and listen. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And then not just listen, but when the spaces came in, was like, oh, yeah, I saw your Instagram when you mentioned. Oh, yes. Did Did his research. He had been following me for years. We had no contact. Like there was nothing to say. Like I, I'm in support of you. This is before I have a child. Like, you know, this is all before all of these things happen and with in major events in my life where I'm thinking, you know, people are attaching to me for these things. And it's like, no, I go back in time and find a message from this person. They had started, they, my partner had first started following me on Tumblr. That's where they found me. <laughs> so um, he had sent me a message. It was like, I don't want anything. I just want you to know, I see you. Your work is great. Like, I see you. From like photographer to visionary, you know, like, I see you. This is dope work. Keep it moving. I don't want anything from you. And that was one that stuck out to me because at that, at that time, everybody wanted something from me. A photo shoot, a shout out, a promo or something. And I was like, you don't want nothing. Why? why okay no big deal at the time like I didn't you know it was the end of that I didn't take people seriously especially when there's like a lot of traffic involved you can't weed out who's who so fast or you know fast forward three years later when we're actually going to meet in person to talk about business now I have my mind on right you know I I have a direction I know exactly what it is that Aaron wants this has nothing to do with anybody else you know I'm going to see if you're a good fit for what I have going on. Mm-hmm. And because of the fact that I was so like, at that point on a mission, he presented himself with like, that plan sounds exactly perfect. This is what I can do. This is how I can do it. And when he presented, I had never in my life seen someone. So like, it was matter of fact, it was seamless. It was just kind of like, okay, this is what you need. Okay. This is, you know, and I'm like, okay, what can I do for you? And he was like, until you're doing X, Y, Z, you can do nothing for me. You know, like this is about pouring into you. It's about your vision. I'm, this I is about your pouring work. into you. So when I, and I, like I said, at that moment, when I, I'm hearing these things and I'm like, I had never heard these things. Mm-hmm. I've never heard a man, you know, on looking at my platform. Because again, my platform is not for men. <laughs> They may uh, benefit visually from looking, but um, it's not for men. So 
for a man to visit my platform and see the work and the transformative work that I'm doing for women who talk to me about wanting to share my platforms with their daughters, you know, as far as like inspiration, like, you know, I have adult daughters. I would love for them to see what you're working on. I send your messages to XYZ. That to me spoke because that's the work that I'm doing. That's a transformative, you know, space that I'm in. That's the life-saving, altering work that I do just by being. So you, if you can see beyond what society has expressed to you as women who show their body, if you can see beyond, you know, the tattoos, if you can see beyond all these things, you see me, I see you. So now that we're sitting, we're literally in a coffee shop sitting face to face, we're talking for hours. I had then figured out at that moment, I had never seen him before. Like, like physically, you know, selfies and stuff like that. I'm following an account on Instagram for years that I've never even mm -hmm. known what the person looked like. I met this person on a snow day. I got out of my bed energetically. You get what I'm saying? Like, so I'm, saying, I'm paying attention to all these things that led me here. And the moment that I saw him, I lost my breath. As like that, <laughs> it sounds so cliche, but I'm sitting here like, are you horny? You get like that's how I act myself like is this a y'all good like what is <laughs> is it y'all down here? there no yeah like oh. it was just I felt this drop and we've literally been inseparable since March 3rd 2018 literally yeah I wake up he's always actually like over there trying to be extremely quiet now oh. <laughs> but like <laughs> that's just like our relationship went um, organic has definitely been the word for this of the day. Yes, that right. is the word of the day. <laughs> organic. Like we should put like something about like whole foods and have nothing about food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was just like about being myself, right? Once I was able to be myself, I was able to put that out there. And I'm going to use Instagram as a platform just for the sake of like, like a platter, literally a platform. I put myself out there as myself. Anybody else who can like window shop and walk by that, they can see, oh, not for me, not yeah. for me, <laughs> not for me. And that helped me a lot. You know, I didn't have to like, oh, beyond the whole face and the smile, he's getting to know me. And I see that he's a pretentious fuck. And like, we can literally never sit here and have this conversation together. Like, I can't mention to you Cardi B in a conversation without you flinching or saying something like, I cannot, I cannot yeah. thrive in spaces where men are afraid of the power that women possess. <laughs> like I, I cannot thrive in spaces. Well, ask him know? if he got any cousins and any friends he do who on that same energy child, cause. He got a couple of them Child, it is hard. Profile. <laughs> Here's a couple of people I'm trying to wipe up. You know? We need to have an around the way curls uh, a match like a match, match, dating. match making speed dating yes around the way speed dating so no, you I'm just go ahead you no, talked about motherhood a little bit yeah and I I see Shanti has it written down here I'd love to end on that note of motherhood. Now I'm not a mom, so I'm not the best person to ask this question. So Shati, jump in please, because- I, I don't have any specific questions. I just, you know, you're, I went to your house once to pick up some merchandise for an event and 
I love little black boys. They're some of my favorite beings to like meet. And I love little black boys that are confident and warm. And he was just like, hey, how you doing? Like he was just ready to chop it up, ready to talk, ready to share, really warm, really sweet. He probably sweet. wanted you to stay. Yeah, he was oh, just like really, very, like, come really look, sweet. come look at this, come in my house. Like <laughs> really, really bright being. So I know, um, I mean, parenthood, motherhood is not easy for anybody. So if you just wanted to like, just share, um, you know, I don't know what you feel inclined to share. And my views, my thoughts on motherhood. Um, How old were you when you had your to... son? 25? 25. 24? 24? 24, 20, 25. There we go. Yes, he was born in June. My birthday's in September, so I turned 25 that year. Boom. 24. So not too old, not too young. Definitely did not have it all together. Still don't. Um, I love the fact that when I talk to older moms, they're like, oh my God, how old's your baby? And I'm like, oh my God, five. They're like, you know, like, you still got more time to go. Like, you a little seasoned, but like, also like, oh baby, that's nothing. I really enjoy those moments um, because it reminds me, like in this space, like I don't have all the answers. I'm not going to have all the answers. And 10 years from now, I'm still not going to have all the answers. Like, no matter what age, a stage of mom, motherhood do I speak to or like, you know, engage with, they're all like, we're all winging it you know and I just love sounds crazy but maybe misery does love company because like I love the fact that we're all like confused as fuck like mm-hmm. you don't know like, you don't know yeah. Yeah. like you know and I I really just think like there wasn't until like I reached um this space of motherhood did I really understand what sisterhood was mm. like through sense of sisterhood I I um I have had my journeys when it comes to like learning which true sisterhood is um and it, it was lonely in the beginning of my motherhood journey like trying to figure out what that looked like while being a mom and needing the support while also knowing that I'm not the best support <laughs> out there you get what I'm saying so it's just kind of like okay girl this is what you need you got to get better at this in order to get it, you know, like responsibility, like you got to get better at this in order to have this, you won't be all right, you know, but just kind of like, now that you see it, work on it. And I think like, um, just transitioning from single womanhood into motherhood, just having to extend myself to someone else has a really, and I, I keep saying awarded me because of the fact that my life really just grew and transformed into riches after my son like there was actual real fruit of my life (laughs) once he was born and that fruit really just came from me sharing my world my entire world my world my space my mind my thoughts my body my my need to eat (laughs) you know I I eat thinking oh I have to get up tomorrow for him you know just like this overall care for myself is is so embedded in the fact that he exists and he didn't ask to be here <laughs> so just the fact that it was my choice alone like parents need to really just think of myself as a five-year-old young boy 
in this life experience with him. I bounce between our positions like mm. daily, often thinking about like, you know, in my responses to him, even when I'm frustrated, I may respond out of frustration, but I'll come back because I'm like, dang, he's only five. The most frustrating thing for him right now is virtual school. <laughs> You don't want to sit here and do this just as much as I don't, you know. So and he's never done this before. So just like thinking about him in the ways that I wish to be thought about at his age saves our relationship before I have the opportunity to dismantle it. <laughs> I will mm. tell you that because I am very quick to be like, ah! you know, like <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I try, like, you know, I just like, you know, like as far as representation goes, I'm pull, I'm trying to pull myself away from what I see. Like take the best things out of what I see because I had really great examples. My mom like was a mother's mother. She had me at 17, but she literally sacrificed and forewent everything to be sure that myself and my two younger brothers had whatever we needed from her plus, you know, whatever she did not have to give. She made it. She made it work. My mother's also a Virgo too, so she she may do. Um, but just in watching her parent, motherhood for me, see like you know, like stepping into it was almost seamless. Taking care of a child, I can do. You know, before being a mom, I was a nanny. <laughs> I could wipe a butt. Uh uh, put that pacifier down. That was the easy part. But it was just the emotional, like you know, the space holding that is necessary for another young human being that may not have the words to communicate with you and when they do have the words the words hurt mm -hmm. my son tells me almost every day how much he loves his daddy and doesn't love me mm -hmm. you know like that kills me inside but it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a bad mom with everything with the fact that I'm mommy and also disciplinarian <laughs> and also mm -hmm. friend and also foe like you know and that's a daily thing that we our relationship that we do every day and um there were days that I did not like my mother there are a lot of them you know and I have now have turned that around into understanding yeah if I were you I wouldn't I wouldn't like the hard work that has to go into being exemplary no one does you know but we live in a world where no one likes to do the work it doesn't make it like you know <laughs> but we still have to do I'm still your mama I still right. love you and I'm still gonna be here for you and support you and hold your hand I ain't gonna do it for you <laughs> you know um just kind of like just balance is such a big word in my life too just like being able to tap into motherhood and then tapping out of it and into womanhood mm -hmm. you know because like there's a lot of things in womanhood where we are like fuck it you know and I have to tap into that into my motherhood is this necessary to complain about is this necessary to be upset about like for my own personal peace like you know yeah I saw this quote that said something like you know all the kids gonna need therapy anyway <laughs> you know like we, <laughs> might as well like you know like so to hold myself like I'm mom not perfect yeah you know so I really just kind of like just share with Sirius my in 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 an age like obviously you know like uh what's it called age appropriate, appropriate. 
thank you <laughs> in the age appropriate way just explain to him when I'm feeling it when I'm not what's appropriate and like you know for him to feel him to share with me um dealing with serious is that autism is a little is a lot overwhelming on top of like the daily throes of just being in motherhood mm -hmm. because of the fact that he's so brilliant he's so smart and like communicating with him sometimes is a struggle like understanding where, what he's trying to say to me so like emotionally i may hear something that may, may cause me to react but i have to like be mindful that he's not saying to me what i heard you know right. it's like a lot of decoding and deciphering that naturally comes intuitively between mother and child but then now i've been waiting for my child to be able to talk to me to tell me these things and he's having difficulties you know so that's just been a very part, humbling part of my motherhood experience but um Sirius is also really advancing with like just maneuvering being able to overcome he, nothing holds him back his uh current diagnosis <laughs> <laughs> believe it he ain't got no choice I don't know where else he gets them <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, 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 no. Not really. <laughs> Shout out to you. You know who you are. <laughs> like, do we? Like, no, I'm just kidding. Do we even know? Like, no, serious no. And that's all that matters. <laughs> Aaron, you are such a powerhouse, really. Like, I, I've never met you. I've always wanted to. I tried to make that happen. I know. You got caught up. My life. It's My okay. Life. But I'm a, I just I'm pop up on you on purpose now. Pop up on me on purpose, and I will be yep. all about it. I just like. I wish we had more time to. You have to come back on. We have to talk again, because this is such a treat, and you're just so generous, and so yourself, and so thoughtful, and there's just much, much, much more we can we can and will talk about, just because Let's it's do it. yeah. You're just. I'm just. I am inspired, child. I'm in awe, and I really am. I'm really inspired by you, and I just think you're. Yes. <laughs> and you embody this motherfucking duality, sis. Like it is there. She's like because it has to be age appropriate, and also I'm right. doing and my also, kegels right now. Right. So <laughs> I have a yoni again right the fuck now. Beard bay, wait on it. Oh. No, no, I'm saying you. <laughs> I would show you. I would show no, you. No, don't do that. No great reveal. We're not no. worth the reveal, child. No, you do not <laughs> reveal that. Give us another you seven know years. Give you this. Yeah, keep, I, keep that that's up. That's all we want, right here, right here, Dale. You know, I, honestly, I ain't gonna hold you. I forget sometimes you got eyes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they're so beautiful. But, oh Just, because, like, whenever I'm taking a photo, I'm like, I'll take a whole photo, but then I'll crop it. You crop the shit out of it, right? Like. You know, and if I can't crop it, guess what? It don't get posted, and it's mine. I <laughs> know I, that's right, and I love it. And I've just kind of like I've not even necessarily on purpose. I realized like I've slowed down on my posting content because I've just been so enamored with everything going on around me. Mm. You know, and it's almost kind of like when I know other people are going through it, like you know, like you know, I, how can you talk about being so happy? This is 
like me. Black joy not, matters. Like, I would love to go online and read a happy post. Yeah. And you're so like you, gonna be 30 on Saturday? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Lord willing. Like, you know. Lord and I willing. think that's Shalom. what I'm just Merci beaucoup. Ashe. Shante. Like, you know. <laughs> that's just like the space that I'm coming into now where I started like, you know, just like being able to talk my shit. That my happiness is my shit like you know like that's the epitome of it to me because I don't feel necessarily comfortable boasting I don't I don't know I don't I don't live in that space if I if it teeter-totters what I believe is to kind of like speak from a space of like privilege I kind of like I scale that back like you know I'm still working <laughs> on yeah. like you know yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's, a, it's a balance mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm still working on like in, in those moments where I can't necessarily put my, my word on it, but I, I really know that I'm like blessed right now. I try to kind of like just put all those other nuances aside and just like receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is the first time that in my life that I felt comfortable in that peace, like, like peace. I can go to, like, let me tell you this. I'm so at peace. I don't dream. Mm. Like that sounds scary. I noticed for the past couple of months, I can't recall waking up with a dream, but I feel good. Amen. You know, like I, and when you do dream, it must be a premonition. So remember what it is. Write it down. But I do that while awake. I do it while awake. So I see things. You get what I'm saying? As far as clairvoyance goes, I see things all the time. So I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I just don't think that I need to be asleep to receive it. And that was, it was like, okay. Because you're vibrating on a different level throughout the day. Yeah, I'm so open that I'm, it's like, I'm resting when I'm asleep. Aaron, tell (laughs) the people where they can, where they can see you talk your shit before Shanti fucks it up again. Tell it, tell the you people, get, please. You can see me talk my shit. I can see you fucking name again. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I get so, anyway, go ahead. Say tell it. The people. Know where, <laughs> my name on Instagram is Erin Amelism, E-R-Y-N-A-M-E-L-I-S-M. Yes, like Baduism, but Erin yes. Amel in the front. That's where I got it from. <laughs> but no, like it's just the study of all things Erin Amel. And if anything that I said in this podcast resonates with you, or you just want to feel like you're, you know, your hot, sexy self, if you like mom bods, if you like a little stretch mark, a little thigh here and there. That's where you hit, y'all. That's where y'all got to go. You got to check her out there. You also have to check out Erin Amel's shop. That is with two E's. All of this will be in the description of this podcast episode. So all you'll have to do is click the link. Make sure you support our girl, Erin, who is doing it big for the ladies. And I love yeah. y'all. Thank oh, you. We love Hopefully you. Thank you me so much love. Like <laughs> I was just talking about this to my best friend and to my partner. I was like, I'm like I said when when I started, like I was a little anxious. And I was like, no, I normally talk myself out of things when I'm anxious. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna sit here. Darius is never gonna go to sleep. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Virtual school. I don't care if you miss it. But no. <laughs> Just no, seriously, like, I just really am glad that I pushed myself to follow through. We are too. Yes. I was like, is she going to not do this? What's happening? Is it real? What's going to 
try to figure out. Like I said, this is my first time. I have never Zoomed so much in my life right in this week. You know, so I just wanted to be sure. Well, that thank I you. Thank you something. for pushing through. Thank you for helping. You know, I'm glad we could be on your I learning curve. I didn't want to bore you. Yeah. You are not boring at all. You're a great mm-hmm. guest, Erin. Great no, guest. You. I'm dead ass serious that you have to come back and talk more. You have take to. Take my number. It's necessary. <laughs> I have number. your number. Well, then text me there. <laughs> well, I will, child. I will yeah, text I you. <laughs> um, but I want to end on, on a prayer that Erin gave us. Dear Lord, give me the opportunity to show and prove. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Aroundaway Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. You know when you lost one. A good one, you know when you lost one. Go out and fuck different people to cope and ignore our precautions. You drink and you drink and get faded You feel like this your only options And if it's too late, I understand Sometimes it's too late to make amends Just hear me out before you let it go There is one thing I need for you to know Just don't have too much fun without me Don't have too much, don't